You are in the trenches with former Buccaneers offensive lineman Ian Beckles on Radio Influence. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to In the Trenches. My name is Ian Beckles, and uh, it will not be a victory Monday. Our beloved Buccaneers don't get it done yesterday. Um, I don't want to say I saw this coming. Starting 3-1 and one sometimes can be the worst thing for a football team, especially if they're not that talented. Because sometimes you start off 3-1 and one and you're like, okay, what's happening? The fact that we can't run the ball or we can't rush the passer or we drop key passes is not a big deal. Now all of a sudden you lose two games in a row and all of a sudden this is a big deal. It's been a big deal. It shouldn't be about you know winning and losing. It should be about the way you play and doing things consistently. I've always asked, what are the Buccaneers doing well consistently? And the answer has always been nothing. What did they do well yesterday? What they did, in a nutshell, NFC South, you know, that's, you know, we're supposed to be the elite. What you did was lose to probably the worst team in the division in your house when your defense played their asses off against a quarterback that's never won on the road and a team that doesn't really run the ball well. If it doesn't align to beat a team by 16 points, it's not going to get any better than that because, lo and behold, we have to travel to go see the Buffalo Bills. I'm not quite sure I'm not going to put a load on the Bills. Ask somebody what the number is for teams traveling on Thursday, okay? Ask what that number is. I guarantee it's minuscule. And forget about a Tampa team coming off of two losses, not doing anything consistently, going to Buffalo where it's going to be a little colder. We don't we don't look good offensively. 13 points. I just did the Mike Calter show, and listen, there's some people that are, are, are uh, Baker Mayfield fans and some people aren't. You're 3-1, and one, okay. Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, Baker Mayfield, and at that point he was playing pretty darn well. The last two games has made him mid he start, those first four games, he played well. Well to very well. The last two games has been him back to mid. Play another stinker, then you what you been, unfortunately. Because Baker Mayfield has looked pedestrian. Is How much percentage? 40%. 40% is him. At any time, your quarterback has to be 40%. There's times where Peyton Manning was 90% at times. You know what I'm saying? Tom Brady had a very high percentage. He doesn't need to be that high for us to win. And in our wins, you know, I gave him, you know, his flowers. And he deserved them. But that's our future? Our future is a six-foot-one quarterback? If you think he's playing well, well, we, we scored 13 points and then six points. That's, I mean, you could multiply that by two and it's still not enough offense. So that's what we are now. We're to a point where we just won a Super Bowl two, three years ago. We're to a point now we're happy just being mid because the Buccaneers are mid as hell right now. None of it is really impressive to me. None of it. None of it. All right? And the season's not over, but I, I I do the show on Saturday on the bone, the football show, and I believe I came out and said they win, if they win against uh, this week against the Falcons, it's an 82% chance they go to the playoffs. If they lose, it's a 58% chance. 
Would anybody bet their house right now that the Bucs are going to make the playoffs? Right now. After they lose at home to a Falcons team minus everybody. They have nobody. You really would stake your house right now on the Buccaneers. Not my house. No way. Not not a chance. What are we? What would you be basing that on? Let me ask you a few questions. Are you basing it on the run game? Are you basing it on our offense? Are you basing it on our passing game? Are you basing it on our tight ends? What are you basing it on? It can't be based on our quarterback. That's impossible. You're basing it on a pass rush? There's not a lot out there, people. It's not consistent. It might pop up here and there, but none of it's consistent. I am tired of hearing about running the football. Let's, listen, let's just do this, all right? Let's take the tight ends off the field because a great game for Otten is five catches and 35 yards. That's a great game for Otten, okay? Yesterday he had a great game. I don't even know his statistics. I don't care because he ain't scaring nobody. So you have him on the field, you have Otten on the field, and you barely throw him the ball, and we don't run the ball. Take him off the field. Put another wide receiver out there. Come out of the gun, do what you got to do. Let's not line up in, in tight ends and two tight ends and, and act like we can run the football no more because we can't. We can't run the football. We try, we can't run it. We're not good at it. We got to surprise people because if we line up to run the football, we're not good at it. Now, Canales, everybody was gassing him up. And I remember you can go back to it in the trenches three weeks ago, and I promise you I said this. Watch out because success hides things. And he wasn't exactly scoring 70 points like the Dolphins. We were just doing enough to win. Now there's film on you. Now you have tendencies. Now your colors will be shown. 13.6 points. I've been in football a long time. I've seen a lot. I've been in a lot of meetings. I've been around a lot of offensive line coaches and systems. I've been around Alex Gibbs, who's the best offensive line coach ever, and Juan Castillo, and John Gruden as an offensive coordinator, and blah, blah, lots of unbelievable names, okay? So I believe I have a little bit of knowledge in the game of football. I went to Indiana University. We ran the football to death, okay? Anthony Thompson had 55 carries for 377 yards, one game against Wisconsin in my senior year. That's how much we ran the football. I've never in my life seen a team line up in short yardage and come out and shotgun and run the stretch in my in my whole life I'm 56 I've never seen it and I don't I don't understand it the other team is in short is in short yardage goal line almost you're in shotgun and you run a stretch for minus two for minus two yards man you kidding me Canales that I mean come on now you lost a lot of credibility on that one with me because that ain't going to work. It ain't wor it's never going to work. Ever. We keep on talking about running the football. <clears throat> Cody Malk ain't good. And I try to tell you guys. I, I Listen, yesterday here at Dignitary, we had a couple different people here. Uh, you know, Tony Mayberry was here, old Buccaneer center and... Uh, I was like, Cody Malk is struggling. And he goes, man, I wonder if we could ask anybody 
uh, in Tampa that would know anything about starting as a rookie and how hard it is. And I looked and I started laughing. I, pl- I played 16 games my rookie year. I wasn't good. This is the way it is. You're not good. You're learning. He's not good. He's not good. He's fighting, but he's not good. The last three games, he is not. The first couple games, if I, if I remember right, my first game against the Lions, uh, the Buccaneers won in 1990, going away. Um, Vinny didn't get touched all game. He ran the ball, blah, blah. I was like, I'm good. That was the first game. The the season progressed, and I realized I got a lot to learn. The same thing is happening with Cody Mouth. The first couple games, okay, now there's film on you, and you're showing what you can do well and what you can't do well. Seeing you can't pick up a stunt. You know, they're exposing him. They're seeing he can't stop a bull rush. They're bull rushing the shit out of Cody Mouth. And I'm talking about he's reeling. It's tough in there, yo. Once they see you can't stop a bull rush, you know what they do? Put the best bull rusher on you in, in nickel. And they said, run him straight into the quarterback. Because the quarterback can't throw the ball with your back on him, right? But it's tough. You can't run the football. Pass blocking. We're not giving up that many sacks. But I'm going to tell you guys something. Baker Mayfield has gotten this Buccaneer team out of a lot of sacks. A lot. And not giving up sacks. Okay, listen to this part now. Not giving up sacks and not throwing interceptions is overrated when you don't score any points. Who cares? I would rather a quarterback, Ritter, he threw for 600 and something yards his previous two weeks. That's something to be scared of. What have we done in the last three weeks offensively to scare somebody? I would love to see what it is, all right? And to have to watch Scotty Miller Streaking down the field against our best corner <laughs> and catching the ball. I said, "What's I said, whatever, whatever." Other than Mike Evans, that that, that long play where I think it's Terrell just misread it. He thought Mike was breaking it off, and because Mike's not really leaving people like that too often anymore. Wonderful play. Other than that, we didn't do squat offensively. We did absolutely nothing. Period. Scotty Miller before this game yesterday. Three catches, 14 yards. I know you guys are like, I wish we had Scotty Miller back. Right, there you go. Three catches, 14 yards. He only balls out if he plays against the Buccaneers. How about that, right? That game <laughs> seemed close because Atlanta sucks. If Atlanta could play, if, it, if that was Kansas City, in the same scenario, we lost by 30 points. We, they turned the ball over twice inside the 10, and we didn't even do it. The Bucks didn't do it. They did it to themselves. That was not good for me yesterday, okay? I, the Ritter play where everybody's giving Antoine Winfield Jr. all this credit, and yes, you have to give him credit for making a great play, yes. I promise you on everything I love, Ritter's getting chewed in that, in that meeting room. First of all, the ball's in the wrong hand, Ritter. There's nobody outside of you. What the hell the ball's inside for? Nobody's going to come from outside. It's impossible. Why is the ball inside? And why are you exhaling before you get past the goal line? Reach the ball out, tuck it, dive, do whatever the hell you can do to not have a defensive back swat the ball out of your hand as you're going across the line. Come on, man. That's not football. I promise you they're chewing them for that. 
because they beat up the Buccaneers yesterday. And if it wasn't for a couple stupid snaps and that stupid play, it's going. We we were going to lose going away. That was not close. Not close. Watching the game and some of the slow motion, you know, replays. Sometimes Devin White is a world beater. Sometimes I don't get it. Like, like I play with I play with Hardy Nickerson. All right, I watched Shelton Quarles play. They were both fantastic football players in a different way, but both fantastic. You know, Quan Alexander I used to really like. Okay, and I you know what's funny? I like Devin White. Sometimes he's just not there. Sometimes he's elsewhere mentally. And that's not good for a middle linebacker. Like sometimes I'm watching a play and he's just getting blocked. I'm telling you, go back and watch some Hardy Nickerson film. That ain't happening. If he's on the backside and you just, he's not gonna just get blocked. He's gonna be blasting people. If he's out there, he's blasting people. I don't see it enough with Devin White, unfortunately. And sometimes he just looks lost. Sometimes he looks very, very lost. We have a couple people out there balling out still. Not a lot. Not a whole lot. Our end position doesn't, we don't do anything. Anthony Nelson, speaking of being in space, a couple times, okay, I think they did option type stuff. You know what the worst thing to do in an option? Nothing. And he just did nothing. He just stood there in space. And they just optioned off him and we did big plays. Either crash and blow something up or go out and make them give it to inside. Don't do nothing. Joe Tryon Shreyanka on the first touchdown got hooked like a grouper. You're a first round. I don't stop talking about his athletic ability when everybody and their mother can reach him. Tight ends reach him all the time. Once, I love to say he plays the same position as Micah Parsons. Put Micah Parsons on a tight end and see how that turns out. Joe Tryan Trianka gets blocked by tight end's grandmas. He's not good. If he was a fourth rounder, me and Jason were just talking about it. If he was a first, fourth or fifth rounder, he would be cut. He's not good. Put my name on that. And if somebody thinks he's good, please show me where he's playing well. Or, or affecting a football game. He has all game to affect the football game. You know what happens in the crucial part of a football game with the Buccaneers? Check it now. Yaya Diaby's in the game, who's a rookie. Late pick. And our first round, third year guy, looks great. On the bench. It's where he should be. He should be on the bench the whole game. I said it. Nobody else is going to say it because they're nice. I'm saying it. He can't play. Stop waiting for it. It doesn't work like that. Micah Parsons, the first time I saw him play, I'm like, ooh, that's different. Lawrence Taylor, Aiden Hutchinson, Bosa. We can keep on going, okay? TJ Watt. They all play the same position, and every time you put the film on, Khalil Mack, same position. JTS, yee, not same position. It's not the same. He's not doing the same thing. I'm not sure what he's doing, but I promise you them in that film room, they're not applauding him because he's not doing nothing, but looking good in his uniform. He looks great in his uniform. But he ain't making never play ever. Never, never. That's a long time. Sometimes 
I didn't look at his statistics. I don't think it matters. I'm not sure. It, it isn't just one tackle. And I'm telling you, it's 15 yards down the field, and it was a run play. So the other end, last week he got a sack, and the quarterback ran out of bounds away from him. That means you didn't create that sack. He literally does nothing. And I usually have one guy I pick on. He's clearly my guy. You know why? Because I'm right. Can't play. Can't play. I don't know what else to say. You could keep on putting them out there, but you're faking the funk, period. You're faking the funk. I'm a Shaq Barrett fan. Last couple games, you're, you're invisible. It's, it's not. Something's wrong. I don't know if it's physical. For him to be, come, for him to be back one year after an Achilles, that can be, he could be feeling that. We don't know. But Shaq Barrett is not what he has been, okay? I like him as a football player. I like his mentality. I like how hard he plays. But lately, it, it hasn't been all that. It hasn't been all that pretty, unfortunately. Okay, you know, Antoine Winfield Jr. is going to get paid. He's going to make a lot of money, man. A lot of money. Not nearly as much money as Tristan Worth is going to make, though. Tristan Worth now, who's being graded as one of the best left tackles after playing right tackle and clearly being the best right tackle. They switch him to left, and it doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. He's Larry Allen. That's he's turning into. He's not Larry Allen. Now, he's not that good. But for him to switch sides like that, and for it to be seamless, okay, I know how hard that is. And the kick could just play. And we're still waiting for JTS to be good. And I in Tristan's rookie year, I remember saying, "Don't expect him to be great the first year." And I conceded to it in the fourth game. In the fourth game, I go, I'm wrong. He's fantastic. Fourth game. This is third year for Cat. We still, we're still waiting. You think it gets easier? You know, flying to Buffalo on a short week after getting beat down like that against a crappy football team? Ritter or Josh Allen? That Pitts play at the end of the, at the, end of the game? By the way, I have pits of my uh, fantasy team, and uh, I don't care for him. Okay, like I, I, I was the only play he's made in the last five weeks, like literally. And I guess Coach Bowles said they tr they practice it the same play fifteen times. Now, if anybody remembers the Buccaneers when they were great, if they practice something fifteen times and that opportunity comes up, you know what's going to happen. I guarantee you that ball was thrown, either Derek Brooks or John Lynch is going to be standing there, or Rondé Barber, or somebody of that ilk. We, I'm not sure who, who's leading out there. But if, if you practice something 15 times, somebody has to alert somebody. That's what communication means. And from what I hear, like when you, when you saw Todd Bowles after that game, and they asked about that Pitts play. He just said, I know what happened. Somebody messed up real, real bad. And in a key situation like that, you can't have missed assignments. Missed assignments kill you, okay? It's quite often that people get their ass kicked. I mean, you're going to get your ass kicked physically often. That's That happens. When you talk about missed assignments, 
coaches can't they can't deal with that, okay? They they can't deal with it. Listen, the Bucks needed to win against the Falcons. I love it when the average person says, "Oh, the Bucks going to win cuz they they need a win." <laughs> that, that ain't got nothing to do with winning, needing something. There's people needing all over the league, all right? There's also upsets all over the league. But let's break down this Buccaneer football team at 3 and 3 right now. Let's let's break them down. We can't beat a good team. That's been established. We cannot beat a good team. We can't do it. We've tried. And I'm not counting that one. The Falcons. I don't think they're a good team. I'm I'm telling you guys and gals, if the Bucks would have won yesterday, my dialogue would have been exactly the same. Because that was not pretty. And any in the fourth quarter, I go, I don't give a rat's ass who wins this game. The Bucks look terrible. I'm talking both sides of the ball. Stop, you know, just because they gave up 16 points don't mean that defense played well. That's not a great team they played against. It's not a great quarterback. It's not a great system. They didn't have great players. Their two best, Bijan didn't even play because he was sick. Bijan could have been an issue, probably would have. Pitts, I don't think he's not good, but he wasn't out there. Ritter? Our defense is not... It ain't scaring nobody. It's not scaring any. It's not scaring anybody. And then you gotta mess with the Buffalo Bills, and you gotta you gotta mess with a quarterback who is a bitch to bring down. First, first of all, he's a bitch to contain. He has that knowledge. He'll shred you. He'll shred you and tear you up. They don't have to run the football in Buffalo. That's what bothers me. I thought the Bucks were going to beat up the Falcons because I thought the Falcons had to run the football. Obviously, they didn't. Obviously, because they won the they won the game, and they didn't run it down their throats by any means. Nobody runs the ball down the Bucks' throat. Nobody. Nobody even really tries. But I tell you, two weeks ago, listening to sports radio, people were ready to give Baker the keys. They were ready. I swear to God. I heard, I was like, well, after four games where he played well, that's it. Do you know how many quarterbacks have played well in four games? Thousands and thousands. You know how many of those thousands and thousands that lasted? Dozens? Seriously. It's not hard to play four okay games. Go look through Baker's career. I promise you, it went just like this. Good, bad, indifferent, terrible, terrible, up, 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 up. At the end of it, He's mid. Actually, no, he's not mid. We picked up somebody from a trash heap. He's not mid. Kirk Cousins is mid. Baker's not mid. He was on the trash heap. He makes, you know, just every player, half the players on his team make more money than him. So he's not great. If he's great, he's making 30, at least. He's not great. Stop being enamored by a quarterback scrambling for 31 yards. Don't be enamored by that because nobody's ever won with that, ever. Quarterbacks win by throwing the ball in the pocket. There's some quarterbacks around the league I think get a lot of credit, and I'm not quite sure why. Herbert, everybody wants to make Herbert great. Why? Why is Herbert great? Because he looks good or he's a good-looking kid or he's tall or he's got great form because he surely doesn't make big plays when it's necessary. He's never done anything. He's never been that guy. 
It's not bad. But to put him with Josh Allen, I hear, I've heard people put him in the Josh. No way. No way. No way. You put Josh Allen on that San Diego team, good luck. You're in trouble because they can run the ball too. You put Josh Allen on that San Diego team, they can run option and stuff, good luck. Some people get credit for nothing. I think Baker got too much credit in those first four games. He got too much credit. Way too much. Just winning is great. But he still didn't look great amongst it. And the last two games has been glaring. That he, And I'm not putting this all on Baker. I'm not sure Tom Brady wins yesterday. The week before, I think we'd have represented better. Because you didn't see Tom Brady missing a lot of open guys. And... You didn't see that a lot. Baker was missing guys last week. This week, just was off. The whole thing was off. It didn't look right. It didn't feel right. When we need a, a tough yard, we're not really, that's not our thing. And it's just, you know, three and one sounded great. Now we're going to be blowing snot bubbles to go 500. And I said, listen, last week I said we're probably a nine and eight, eight and nine team. I'm still going to stay there. I certainly don't think they're going to go to Buffalo and win that game. This is the NFL. Crazy things happen. Every single week, crazy things happen. If everybody wants to hit me up, it's uh, social media, Ian underscore Beckles. Make sure you're listening to my other podcasts as well. Uh, even have one with Derek Brooks. Uh, Brooks and Beckles that I'm doing over there at Emily Arena. So appreciate you guys and gals listening in. And uh, let's hope it's a better outcome next week. We'll be doing it on Friday because the game's on Thursday. Correct? We could do it on Friday then. We don't want to wait till Monday. So we'll be talking then. Everybody have a wonderful week, and let's hope we celebrate during this week. Peace out. You have been in the trenches with Ian Beckles on Radio Influence.